Welcome to the Editor's Note Comics Podcast. Your suffering will be legendary even in hell. Central Maine's best comics podcast by default. Hi, I'm Jackie. Wanna play? Here are your hosts, Zach and Jared. Boo! Spooky. Boo, motherfucker, boo! Spooky season, baby. Let's go. It is. Hey, it's it's uh, my favorite time of the year. You're back. I'm back. You are back. You yes. were gone last week. I was out <laughs> sick. I took my one sick day of the year from <laughs> the show. You, did you hear how I described it? Uh, no, I did not. Because I knew you were probably going to make fun of my invalidity. No, I said you were out for being sick, and I asked if you uh, got strep throat from kissing. You said, or I said smooching. Oh, yeah. And you s- told me no, and then I immediately lost interest. That's true. It's true. I didn't have a I didn't have a kissing disease, so you didn't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like, was it sexy? No, don't care. No, I just, I had, I got it from being... Not uh, sexy. Yeah, exactly. From existing in a cesspool of other germs <laughs> that we call public school. A, the, a very not sexy excuse. No, no. My mouth was very not sexy. The doctor looked at my mouth. Took, she took one look at it and goes, oh, it's a bloody mess back there. I'm like, bloody like the English would say? She's like, no, there's just a lot of blood dripping off your tonsils. I'm like, that's disgusting. And she goes, yep, you need antibiotics. <laughs> and I go, excellent. Can we do mouth stuff? I mean, I could have 24 oh, no, no. hours <laughs> after. More uh, importantly. Um, um, that was an active invitation, I guess. Well, I mean, I'm <laughs> in the clear. Although I will say one of my friends who was a nurse, uh, she said, because uh, I got zithromycin, I had a pack. Did you smooch her? Uh, no, I did not smooch her. She's engaged. She goes, hey, that's the same things they give people for venereal diseases. So you're in the clear now. So if I had anything and I didn't know about it, I don't have it anymore. It's like a whole Thank new God. lease on life. Well, this is unfortunate. Hey, do you want to talk about things I watched this week <laughs> to get away from your venereal diseases? I don't have any venereal diseases, A, but sure, yes. Any, anymore? Exactly. Well, I w- if I did, I don't anymore. I recommend everybody takes the Z-Pack just for fun. I saw a double feature this weekend. Oh, really? I did. I saw The Mummy, and I saw Bride of Frankenstein. Okay. I was reminded, uh, like, old school, like, universal shit. Like, I was reminded, like, one, The Mummy is pretty good, but it's it's okay. Then I was reminded very heavily how good Bride of Frankenstein is. All right. That movie doesn't waste a goddamn second. Every scene is interesting. There is no drag there. It's so good. The way you built it up made it sound like the, you didn't watch anything good. No, I did. Oh, okay. I watched a lot of good stuff. Excellent. I mean, I've never seen these movies like on the big screen before. Mummy, again, good movie. Would you... I feel like I'm downplaying a little bit because I'm like, yeah, it's fine. But no, it, it, it's a really good movie. But then watching Bride of Frankenstein like right after it, my God, that movie's tight. It's by, so good. By big screen? Do you mean big scream? <laughs> no. Do you um, wish I was sick again? A little bit. <laughs> and also, now that it's officially spooky season. It is spooky the season. spookiest season you can possibly imagine. Mm. Every, you know, this is kind of my time to take over the TV every year. Yes. In the house, even though this first thing is uh, not a co-viewing experience. But I started watching The Haunting of Hill House. Okay. Which came out like in 2018, so I'm a little late to this party. It's one of the best fucking things I've ever seen in my life. Is that Stephen King stuff? No, this oh. is a... Well, it's by a director who did Stephen King stuff, Mike Flanagan, who did... Maximum uh, Overdrive? N- no, Stephen oh. King directed that. Um, oh, that's right. He I'm going to scare the did... hell out of you. Gerald's Game, which is all about, hey, I um, handcuffed my wife to this bed for kinky sex, and then I died. Sounds kind of like Misery. 
Yeah, a little bit. I mean, Stephen King did have a women trapped in things like Cujo when there's just a lady in a car and um, Gerald's game where there's just a lady in a bed. He does have some ladies just trapped in random places. Also, This guy also directed um, Dr. Sleep, the sequel to The Shining. Would you but, count the scene in Carrie where she locks the doors and all the girls of the school are locked in in the same building? Does that count as a locking people in a place? Would that fall into that trope? You need three I, for like, I don't once think, happens, two is a coincidence, three is like a... I don't think that's a scene. I think you just made that up. She doesn't like set fire to everybody in the auditorium. The... Oh yeah, she... Okay, but that's like a collection of people. That's, that's not specifically one lady trapped in a thing. Okay, so that doesn't fall under that trope. No. Okay, just checking. Um, but it's... It's truly like I love it. I love it so much. Like deeply, I'm I'm like six episodes in. It's one of the best things I've ever seen. Does it give you jump scares or is it just unsettling? No, it's what well, what's what makes it good. It's it's a character driven show. And if you know you've seen my Twitter in the last twenty minutes, I was just like, oh my god, I fucking love this shit. Uh, no, I haven't looked at your Twitter it's in fine. the last twenty minutes. But it, it's purely character driven, and it's very technically well done and it's so good at building suspense it's one of my favorite things ever and i i don't know there's a lot of modern horror that i don't care about because it's like either like cheap or purely depends on like oh we're like gross and nasty and gory and all that shit but it's like oh my god this is it's so up my alley it's it's so insanely up my alley i love it so much it's one of my favorite things all right excellent there we go all right, let's move on from there, now that I've just yelled about things I like, to the news! Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's time for the news. You pontificated for some time. I did. Black Panther had it. It's a new trailer, second trailer. Yes. A little flying boy, Namor, has his little ankle wings. Yes, he does. Like the little wings of Hermes. Yes, they are like the wings of Hermes. He's just there fluttering about. He's like, look at my wings! They're on my ankle. I do Namor shit. From the watery world. Not from Atlantis, though. From whatever. They they made a new fan's name. It's like... New Atlantis. Eh, Tal something. Like oh. Talshin, Tal... The Talshiar? Um, what? No. Oh. There's a new name. It's not Atlantis anymore. Like, Atlantis is too silly. We can't do that. He has a different race of people. Not Atlanteans. Because Atlantis, too silly. Mm. Whatever. He's got little flappy wings. We see that Shuri is definitely the new Black Panther that we all kind of do going into this yeah not surprised you're like oh man what are the chances oh huh um all of them that it was definitely always going to be her yes Just, i like the visuals i like the music yeah I mean, it's a very somber experience it's like yeah no this you know chadwick boseman is dead and it's fucking sad it is it's very sad but we've been curious to see how the movie's going to handle all of that and we're going to get a look sooner than later november 11th yeah tickets are on sale we haven't bought them yet no we haven't also, Black Adam tickets are on sale. I haven't bought those yet. Do we really have to? I don't know. It's a tax write-off for me. All right, fine. We'll go. Wouldn't it be better if you bought my ticket and I paid you back? No. How would that... Because you're buying an extra ticket for a tax write-off, or is it only your ticket as a tax write-off? I don't understand taxes. <laughs> you owned a business. <laughs> yeah, that's why. And I paid an accountant. Oh, okay. Fair enough. And I'm paying that same accountant now. Oh, well, then you should... Ask them, is it better for me to buy? How many tickets can I do as a tax write-off? Exactly. I do remember, like, when I had the store, like, I was very specific, like, in uh, movie ticket stuff. I'm like, so I bought this for, like, me and my wife because why would I go to the movies by myself? Well, anything also that you have purchased for your little home office now with your new job, tax write-off. Like, if you bought a desk or a chair, 
It's tax write-off. Your desk. I'm not a desk. Uh, what are we talking about? Black Panther. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a very somber-looking movie. Like, I, I don't fully know what to expect from this. Me either. I mean, there was a somber tone still. I mean, how, how first... much do you lead into? I mean, I feel like it's fully leaning. I don't know. I don't. I can't tell. Like, how much are we leading into? Like, uh, being reverential and like being reactionary to the death of Chadwick Boseman. Like, I can't. It's I, definitely a central theme, but I don't know how how much does the movie lean in that direction. I I can't tell. I I hope not a ton. I think there should be, and rightfully and respectfully so. I don't know if like the whole move like there has to be a moving on part at some point. As I don't want to sound callous or mean about it, but there does have to be a. I think this is this is a transition movie. This is very much a. We had plans, the plans had to get changed, and this is the direction we're going in now, and they're going to do, they will definitely do great service on both ends, I think. So this was something I was thinking about, and who knows if it'll ever take place. I would love to see a comic adaptation of what the original plan was. Mm, that'd be kind of cool. I mean, uh, who, I mean the it, concept it, art it, and the storyboards and everything have to exist. Well, I mean, the script existed. Like, this was a, a total recalibration. I'd like to see that. Just like, hey, this is what we were gonna do. Just treat as just treat as a what if, but whatever. Like if you yeah. just present it, then people will know what it is. But I'd like to see what it was going to be. I'm also like I have all the faith in this movie purely based on Ryan Coogler, because I think that that dude is one of the best working directors today. I think he's a fucking genius. Yeah. So it I don't know. I feel like Black Panther like I want it to be good. I expect it to be good. I also think that it's almost an unreviewable movie because there is like there was such a pivot in there. Do you think it might suffer kind of in the same vein that Thor Love and Thunder did where Thor had Thor Ragnarok? This is trying to live up to a immensely popular and wildly fantastic Black Panther movie with the weight of having to honor Chadwick Boseman, who's no longer with us. Do you think that no. that... No, I think that, um, no, I don't think so. Cause I okay. think Thor, uh, Ragnarok specifically won over in like, Hey, we are tonally different. Whereas Black Panther didn't present as a tonally different movie. It, I think Black Panther works very well for 90% of the movie. Uh, some of the third act, like action stuff kind mm -hmm. of falls apart and then it kind of, it's not even the entire third act, but like basically once it's like, hey, we're having rubbery rhinos and we're jumping around trains and all that bullshit doesn't quite work. But when it comes to like, you know, Michael B. Jordan's like um, monologue at the end, like it totally redeems itself. So there's it, it feels silly because it's what a two hour plus movie and there's like 15 minutes in there that don't really work for me. Okay. But Ragnarok is so tonally specific. I don't. I don't think that that same challenge is going to come up in Black Panther. All right, figure. Well, it, ask I mean, the question. Well, I mean, it's what? It's out next month. We'll see. I guess. Yeah, it's on the eleventh. I don't know, like. So I I love Ryan Coogler so much. Like mm. Creed is like. I mean, the what he's done like four movies now, but like his his stuff is just. It always just comes off as like a piece of like wizardry. Like, oh my god, how was that that good? It just is. Just is. So I'm excited about it, but it's, you know, it also sad about it because it is detailing a, a very sad topic, but I don't know. I have faith in it. Excellent. What else is going on? Oh, Armor Wars. 
That television series? Yes. Get the fuck out of here. It's a movie now. What? Did you not know that, or are you just playing it up? I'm just playing it up. Okay. <laughs> Appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah, Um. that War Machine slash Ironheart movie or show is now a movie. And there was this whole thing of like one uh, Marvel. I think they, they've known this for a while because there was this whole thing like, was it Comic-Con or D23? One of them. I think it was Comic-Con. With like, look at this Marvel release schedule. And we have these few like undetermined things. One of them has now been shown to be Deadpool 3. Oh, yes. Yeah, that was last week. You weren't here. I know. But um, I was excited for it. I was like, oh, I miss all the fun stuff when I'm sick. Yeah, apparently. But yeah, Armor War is not a show anymore. Oh. Why not? John Cheadle's awesome. They're clearly trying to build up Ironheart. She's we saw her in the Black Panther trailer. She's gonna be in this. I'm assuming Sam Rockwell, although not confirmed on by any stretch. But why wouldn't you? Justin Hammer, baby. He's great. He's he, hilarious. He, he came back in a random one Marvel was doing these like what were they even calling them? Were they they weren't one shots. They were we have an extra thing on our Blu-rays. Right, I mean, that's I what they call okay. them. There you go. I, I don't know. He came back for one of them. Uh, it was called like All Hail the King. That had Ben Kingsley, and they're like, you're not the Mandarin, blah, blah, blah. And Justin Hammer was in there. I imagine he would come back, and he's a lot of fun. He's a good actor. I don't yeah. know. And I like Don Cheadle. Like, he's been incredible in his career for, um, uh, let's subtract Space Jam. With Space Jam, the new legacy. Uh, Space Jam 2. Uh, that movie. Yeah, not the original Space Jam. I still can't believe we spent money on that. I'm sorry. We spent money on it. You watched it through my HBO Max login that you give me zero money for. I give you two hours every week. (laughs) The thing I spend money on. You spend zero money. I spend hard-earned time. In fact, I spent four hours that week, two for that shitty-ass movie, and then two more to talk about it. (laughs) All right. That's Armor Wars. What else we got? Oh, Sony has acquired the rights to Tarzan. Nice. Do you and know the, the guy? The name of the guy who did the original, the the Tarzan yell that we all know and love. I definitely have heard it in passing. Johnny Weissmiller. Sure. Yes, I think I may have pronounced his name wrong, but you mispronounce names wrong all the time on the show. No, don't shut the fuck up. That's not true at all. You do plenty. Uh, whatever. Sony has acquired Tarzan, and they're going to do a total reinvention of the character. How do you totally reinvent Tarzan? You fucking can't. It's just it's a bygone era. You're not going to make any money on this. This is a bad idea. Again, you're stupid, and why don't I run companies? That's a great question. Because I could just point at things you? and say, "This is a fucking dumb idea." Yeah, and you know what, Sony? This is a fucking dumb idea. You ever seen that movie? Y- you haven't? No, you. No, I haven't. But still. I'm so glad Johnny Weissmuller, baby. So glad you put your phone up there. I mean, it's certainly no Dr. Zayas clip. Ooh, help me, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Oh, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. There it is again. Can't go without it. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Oh, Dr. Zayas. Speaking can... of, oh, there's dude. a new Planet of the Apes movie coming out. So we get the clip again? No. Okay, just the one time? New one coming out. Yes. It's going to be 500 years after the last movie, which was incredible. I'm guessing there's still apes running the planet. Yeah. Cool. Good for them. Yeah, I mean, Caesar's dead because, you know, 
yeah, the savior can't go to the promised land. That old chestnut. Yeah. He's dead, but hey, it's 500 years later. They're riding horses. Maybe you ruined it, you damn dirty apes. I don't know how I mentioned this. I just, I, I rewatched the original. Well, I should, I've seen the, the first movie. Damn you all to hell. But I just watched the first five movies. Like, I, I've seen the first one, mm-hmm. but I hadn't seen the subsequent four movies. They're okay. Ah. <laughs> That's my assessment. Two of them are fine. Two of them are actively bad. They, the whole thing like of the Planet of the Apes reminds me of the Time Traveler when he goes back in time and you've got. I've also seen. I saw the Tim Burton one in theaters. Haven't seen it since then. That one's what the Time Traveler? No, oh, Planet of the Apes. Planet of the Apes. That one sucks. But whatever those, what are the two different peoples? Like you have the I can't remember, but they're like, what are they? Do you know the people? The two different races in the I have future no idea. in Planet of the Apes? No, in the Time Traveler. No, I don't oh, know okay. what you're talking. All about. right, well, there you go. I, look, I know the Forbidden Zone. I know those weird psychics with their weird flesh masks and i ride mcdowell getting real shitty and like they're fucking shooting people and shit was that is that planet of the apes again yeah okay it's all, planet of the apes all right anywho new planet of the apes coming out mark Wahlberg, he does some things no that one sucks okay there you go that's the one where abraham lincoln was there no i never saw that one so it mo- it ends with mark Wahlberg going back to the present instead of um the abraham lincoln memorial there's an ape there then a bunch of apes pull up in cop cars, I think. Again, I haven't seen this since it came out in theaters. It was bad. That's... And he kisses Zira, although that did happen in the original movie. Michael Clark Duncan is in there. And I remember when I saw the trailer, I was like, is that Michael Dorn? No, it's Michael Clark Duncan. Anywho, yeah, moving one on. One of the two. Anthony Mackie, Captain America himself. Is he going to be in the upcoming movie, The Thunderbolts, which may star Harrison Ford as General be. Thunderbolt Ross now that... Uh, William Hurt's dead? That's a rumor that was coming out. I don't know if that's true or not. No one knows, but hey, hey, Harrison Ford might be in the Thunderbolts as Thunderbolt Ross. Will Anthony Mackie be in the movie? One can only hope. Well, he says he has no idea. Oh, well, that's helpful. Or Thanks. he could be lying. It could be. End of that story. In fact, end of all stories. All right. Is that the end of the news? Yeah. I'm cutting it off. All right. Other you're, stuff happens. You're cut off, news. Yeah. Get out of here, Finn Jones. You didn't even get a mention. You just mentioned Finn Jones. No, he doesn't get a mention because no one gives a shit about his iron fist. All right. That's fine. All right. We're going to move on from there to Weird Comics Facts. I love it. Here are some weird comic facts. Prepare accordingly. I'm going to make some weird shit. It's pretty freaky, but it's safe. Hey, this week, because it's the spookiest season of the year. Mm, it's only going to get spookier as the month goes along. Mm, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. It is time to talk about EC Comics. I feel like we've talked about them before. I feel like we haven't, and that's why we did this week's comic. Okay. All right, EC Comics. EC Comics. They did a bunch of horror stuff. They're like, oh my god, look at how scary and gross this is. We're going to you know, poke out your eyes, and we're going to do bondage. But they also were a big part... Um, in the Frederick Wortham whole thing about like, hey, I guess we're done being scared about communists. Oh, okay, that's good. We don't need to be so the, unnecessarily scared. So the Red Scare thing, it's like, you know, oh, are you a communist? Are your friends or family communists? Tell America and we'll arrest them, probably. McCarthyism. Yeah. But after that, there was this whole thing about like, hey, you know what's corrupting the youth? Comic books. Yes. Which, to be fair, there's still definitely some um, hangover from that currently existing but mccarthyism or uh the frederick wortham stuff is definitely still has a little bit of a hold of like oh this is trash this is 
uh, corrupting material. All right. I, I, I say that as a former retailer. Like, I was like, huh, like this shit still exists. But as we are talking EC Comics this week, one of the EC Comics crime suspense stories number 22 from 1954 was a book that was used in those legal cases as it featured a graphic decapitation. I am going to look this up for you. Oh, is this part of the start of the Comic Code Authority? Yeah, so EC Comics are uh, generally referred to as pre-code comics. Okay. Because Comics Code Authority um, was like, hey, no, no decapitations. No decapitations, no swears, no sexy things. Comics are supposed to be no, they, wholesome. This showed right up because this was one of our. Uh, I am not paying you, Jesus Christ! What? As I pull this up on my phone, no, we're going back. Get out of here! All right, fine. get out of here, eBay. I'm sorry. Ninety nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine dollars for a nine point four CGC of this. Fuck that and fuck you. Wow, it wouldn't go with your nine point eights that you have. I only have a couple. Three. Yeah, I got and I got two books that are currently submitted, and I got another one I got to do. Oh, there you go. But look at this. Look at Crime Suspense Stories number 22. All right. Look at that head cut off. Oh, look at that. Oh, by a hatchet. She's having a bad one. Yeah. That was one of the books used against comics in the 50s. No. Mm, Frederick Wortham, motherfucker. All right. So from uh, cutting off heads to... The Patriots calling... I, I, I don't know. Cutting rosters for sports. It's time for Jared Sports Reports. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. Bear tested. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. It's time for another Jared Sports Report. Uh, How'd your team do this week, fucker? Hey, your team almost lost to a team that was starting a third-string quarterback. Oh, I'm sorry. Almost. Almost, but they didn't. Is this this horseshoes? Hey, the Patriots. Is it horseshoes? Hmm? Patriots hmm? fall to hmm? one and three after an overtime loss oh, to sorry. the Green you, Bay Packers. Do you have? Is your team? Does it have the worst record in its division? It does have the worst oh, record I in its it division because yes. they suck. They were also one and three at this point last year, and they end up going to the playoffs. So there's. Oh, I'm sorry. Still hope. I'm sorry. Do, do playoffs. Uh, do those give you rings? No, they don't. Oh, I didn't think they did. How many rings does your team have? I don't know. Some. Not as many as my team. <laughs> moving on yeah there we go see the how quickly the tides have turned brian hoyer uh started the game for the patriots it was his only his second start and he's been with the patriots for like three different times four different times for it's just sitting back there let me in coach yes and he got in and immediately got concussed and then bill belichick just glares at him he's like no so the patriots go to third stringer their their draft choice from this past year's draft billy zappy and i said bailey zappy sorry bailey zappy Mm, normal name. Yes, normal name. Uh, played okay. Threw a touchdown pass. Threw for 99 yards on 15 attempts. Uh, Patriots ran the ball well. They just couldn't stop Aaron Rodgers when they needed to. So Patriots yeah. fall to one and three. <laughs> that weird. They've got a stretch of pretty easy games coming up, including the Detroit Lions, who have the number one offense in football. They average 35 points a game. They also have the last-ranked defense. They give up 35.3 points a game. So the math just doesn't work out for the Lions. <laughs> The Patriots, who don't even have announced, have not even announced their starting quarterback, are the betting favorites as they play host to the Lions, and they'll be wearing their red throwback uniforms this weekend. We don't know uh, what the status of Mac Jones is currently. 
Bad angle, I hear. Yeah, really bad high ankle sprain is the word on the street. Uh, the Patriots have brought in um, some journeyman practice squad quarterback because they don't have a backup quarterback. Schlubs, you could say. Uh, yeah, well, Bailey Zappi played all right, and it's a string of games. We could have a good old-fashioned quarterback controversy brewing in New England here over the next few weeks. So we shall see. Red Sox, since I last been on the show, were eliminated from playoff contention. Nobody cares. <laughs> Aaron Judge of the New York Yankees still sitting on 61 home runs, looking to have his 62nd to set the – again, this is such a Yankees thing to do. They're like, it is the record. The Barry Bonds one doesn't count. And it's the American League home run record, and it's just because he's a Yankee, but he probably will hit his 62nd home run at some point in the next couple of weeks as they get – Ready for the playoffs, the Celtics and the Bruins have started their preseason schedules as well. Indeed they have. Yes, a big first preseason game win for the Celtics. They scored like a million points. They did. Who cares? It's preseason basketball. Know. You know, um, preseason was hilarious, though. There are a few funny preseason games. The Phoenix Suns played the Adelaide 39ers, got their asses handed to them Yeah. by Australia. Well, well, you know. Badly, blah, 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 bad, and also a game too tasty not to watch. The Nets versus the Seventy Sixers. Ben Simmons on the Nets. James Harden with the Seventy Sixers. Who the fuck knows what's happening with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant? Yeah, smack your phone. Caught it. But boy, that was a little bit sexy. Yes. And I discovered which team I dislike more. And which team is that? Well, the 76ers beat the Nets, and I uh -huh. smiled about it, so I go, I guess I like the Nets less than the 76ers, because okay. it, it got a smile out of me. Oh, there you go. What do you think about Blake Griffin being a Boston Celtic? Um, pff, fucking doesn't matter. All right. Because when playoff time rolls around, he is out of the rotation. He is purely there to just be an immediate backup. He's somebody to make sure that he and Al Horford take their old people meds on time. He's like, Al Horford, he's been in the league for 90 years. I'm like, motherfucker, you're like two years younger than him. That's true. Well, who knows? I mean, Also, he chose number 91. I don't know. I saw, uh, I was like clicking through some tweets and they were like, oh, is that the year he joined the league? Or, oh, that's his age. Wow. <laughs> stuff like that. I was like, wow. Good for you, Twitter. Huh. 90, 91 is such an awkward number. Why would you choose 91? It's Blake Griffin. He does what he wants. Yeah, you. <laughs> I was just sitting here at home doing my goddamn job, and you text me, and then my wife texts me like a minute later. You're both like Blake Griffin. It's like everyone, calm your tits. It's not oh. exciting. Oh, I forgot the most important of the sports reports news: trouble in paradise. Trouble in paradise. Thomas Brady, Thomas Edward Patrick Brady, and Giselle Bunchen have both lawyered up. Divorce lawyers. He's so gaunt. He is. So here's an interesting. He doesn't look good. Like, I mean, he's, he's stressed healthy. out, man. He's one of the he only greatest avocado of all ice time. cream, man. He looks uh, awful. Well, I mean, he's got the stress of being in the NFL and he's got the stress of screwing up a superstar. Heroin addicts don't look that gaunt. Here's the thing. And I think I'm going to play the conspiracy theory role. Over the weekend, known piece of human trash, Antonio Brown. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not talking about the thing that happened in the pool in Dubai. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, that I did see. You along Jesus with everybody Christ. else. Don't, I don't know. Here's my advice for every male out there. Yes. Don't jerk off in public in front of people. Don't go, don't get naked in a public pool with people in it. I feel like my statement stands. It, it's kind of, yeah, it's a blanket piece. 
What an asshole. Oh. Um, okay, continue with your story. So, uh, two days ago. I don't like that you're on your phone. No. He posted a picture on his Instagram of him and Giselle Bunchen and the, the, the uh, caption, put that shit on. <sighs> okay. And then a couple of days later, it's revealed that your boy, Antonio, uh, your boy, Tom I'm Brady. Sorry. I'm sorry, my boy? Uh, the people's boy. <laughs> All right. The goat, Antonio Brown, oh, posting about Tom Brady's wife. And now Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen getting divorced lawyers. There's some conspiracy theories going around that Antonio Brown was a little bit more than just a house guest of Thomas's. <laughs> Which time? Yeah, a good point. Both in New England and uh, in Tampa Bay. But man, Antonio Brown is a menace to society. I've said it before and I'll say it again. The man is worse than a bag of prison dicks. He needs help. No one's ever going to hire him again, right? Oh, how can you? How can you? The man, he's lucky. He is lucky that he did not get arrested for sexually harassing that poor woman in the pool in Dubai. Come oh, on. oh, just for that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I've, yeah. I'm, sorry, I'm, you're talking about like crimes within the past week. Sorry. Yes. I, <laughs> I was thinking about more in the last year, but yeah, you're uh, right. I mean, within the past week, yes, he has yes. Uh, committed really bad arrest, crimes. Arrestable offenses. Yes. Yes. He sucks. He's the worst <laughs> kind of person. I, yeah, he he's he's right up there with um big old pieces of shit. Yes. What else we got? So Is that there, there? that's it for sports reports? So I'll keep an eye on Antonio uh, Brown's Instagram and see if he posts any more Giselle pictures. Gee, what fun we've had today! Yes. All right, we're gonna move on from there. It's time to do screaming. It's streaming. So you're saying the universe created a sitcom starring two Avengers? Nope. We're screaming at streaming. So let's not waste another minute. Settle in, sharpen your pencils, and check this out. We're talking two things. We're talking the Lord of the Rings. Mm. Hey, uh, they blew up Mount Doom. It's there. It was pretty, and now it's a Mount Doom. Yes, it's the beginning of the end. The elf is the evil one. Um, Emily and I were... No shit. Well, I'm probably wrong. I think it's the elf. I think the elf is Sauron. He's like, I have a pretty visage, and also I have an evil hilt of a sword that I can plug into this thing, and then fucking Mount Doom happens. It's the elf. Oh, you think that's Sauron? Yes. Really? Yes, that's my theory. Huh. Interesting. I don't theory. know his name. I don't know any of their names. We talked about this last week. I only huh. know your name if you were pre existing, unless your name is Nori. So here's some questions then. All right. That's my theory. That's your theory? People are still theorizing that it could be Hildebrand. Uh, you, but, you know, no. But uh, the I think popular it's, theory. I think it's Halbrand. Oh, Halbrand. Sorry. I, I think you're adding extra letters yes. there. Here's why I don't think it's him. Okay. And it's purely based on one shot. All right. There's a thing where Galadriel's like, you're a fucking king. And he's like, I'm not a fucking king. He's like, she's like, yeah, you are. He's like, fuck this shit. I'm out of here. And he puts his little pouch down. Yeah. He he does a thing where he, like, he throws the pouch down and then he, he regains the pouch, which I th- is purely a, it's not for show. It's not for anything. It's just purely for him. Like he puts it down and he picks it back up and he goes and he tries to do his kingly duties. That shot isn't for anybody or it's not f- or what I should say, it's not for anyone around him. That is purely him. Like, that's him going back and forth on his own bullshit. So that's why I don't think it's him. Who's it? J- just do you uh, do you remember the shot I'm talking about? Yes, I do. Here's an interesting theory. Based I've seen. on that, though, that that yep. is why I don't think it's him. And I think it's the elf whose name I can't remember. No, but the one that is in love with the human and yeah. 
Here's an interesting thought that's been kicking around the internet that Hillebrand, Halbrand, Halbrand, whatever, Halbrand, still adding too many letters, whatever, is actually the king of the dead. So, like, when they turn their backs on Gondor and they are yeah, cursed. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. Um, maybe. I'm I'm not going to discount that as a possibility. It Maybe. I'm, I'm, I'm going to send that off to a solid maybe. Well, it has to be somebody that we're going to see or have seen because at some point. It doesn't have to be. Well, no, because they're going to be captured and taken back to Numenor. Therefore, Numenor can fall. Because remember, Sauron does ha- go spend time on Numenor. Oh, remember from those books you've read? Mm, yes, the internet's awesome. Yeah. That feels like a reach to me. I'm not... It, it, it's possible. I'm not going to discredit that as total bullshit, but it feels like a little bit of a stretch. Yeah. But maybe. Could be. I like Action Gladriel. I like that this week, too, we had one storyline to follow. It was just what was going on. We're dumping water or we're making a mountain. Yes, we are. And then next week, we'll be able to see some more of the elves and... The dwarves and find out what's going on. Maybe they'll wake up the Balrog. Why is Mithril so important to this storyline? Will there be Mithril in the Rings of Power, perhaps? Can we get an actual fucking ring in this thing? Yeah, maybe. That'd be nice. I, the only reason I'm saying is like, Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power. I'm like, no rings yet. No rings. You don't got a ring. Although somebody did point out in an internet video that Halibrand's, see, I said it right that time. Halibrand's armor is almost exclusively made of big rings. And they're like, it's a stretch, but it's a thought. And he's also a very skilled smith. He's able to craft things. That's true. He is indeed. Anyway, I enjoy I continue to enjoy the shit out of this. I really do enjoy the Lord yeah, of the Rings stuff. The internet doesn't love the show, but the internet- Who gives a fuck? Yes, yeah, so the internet's full of a bunch of fucking morons, yes, so why do I care about them? I'll fight them. Mm. Actually, if they want to line up one at a time- <laughs> I'm also one of those morons because I post on Twitter. Do you want me first in line? Nope. All right. I win. All right. Fine. <laughs> Victory. All right, what else happened this week? Uh, She-Hulk. She has to get over Josh. Is his name Josh? Yes. Yeah. Uh, she was ghosted after a one or after a not a one night stand because they went on a number Several of successful dates. Yeah. dates. Uh, yeah, she was ghosted. Yeah, ghosted hard. And then she has to go find Emil Blonsky, who has his meditation retreat and his inhibitor, whatever the fuck. Yes. Gets screwed up because he was trying to save a chicken of his by an electric fence and he got zapped. That happens. As, now, as has. Blonsky is definitely, like, the character is so different from when he was in Oh, yes. He's reformed. Hulk. But I don't care because he's funny and he likes chickens. Yes. I love all of, the, like, the retreat stuff, like the meditative stuff and all that, like, self-help stuff. That was so fun to watch. Look at the bell. You're playing with it like it's a nipple. No. Yeah, you are. I wasn't meaning to. This is not the boob you're looking for. Nope, don't touch it. Fine. Anywho, yeah, Blonsky. Um, I like that. Like Manbull's there, the Matador's there. Yes. And then, like, I'm not a Matador. Like, yeah, you, no, you're the Matador. You're, you're you're an early Daredevil villain. Porcupine and um, Blade's son is there. It's so cool. It's like I love all these like D tier characters that are just showing up. And yet, I have yet to see Pace Pont Pete, which is all I want in this world. It is. Does he? Do you think he exists in this world? I say he does. I think he has a bucket of paste that he just shoots at you. Mm, just like the one of your comics up there with Spider-Man. Yeah. You're very obsessed with these CGC comics up there. I am. I was like, wow, those are really nice. I want one. Not really. I don't I don't want one. I have no need for one. You can buy them. I'm not going to buy them. You're not getting my money for those. To be fair, like the, the only one I'm really giving for me is the Spider-Man one. Yes, because it's Paste Pop Pete. Well, that, that was my first book. It's a 9-8. 
I paid very little money for that. I think the person who got it graded lost money. Really? Oh, yeah. Just with grading, like how much it costs to get a book graded and how much I paid for it. Mm. I think they took a loss. And you're winning. I am. Yes, for my sensational Spider-Man number 12. Excellent. In a 9-8. <laughs> where someone actually spent the money to get that graded, and then I paid them less money than they paid to get it done. <laughs> anyway, back to the Screaming and Screaming. I had that in the store. Like Sometimes people would bring me CGC comics, so like, yeah. and I would buy them. Uh, I didn't really have good space for them. I would keep them like in my... Uh, counter, you know, I sat like in my main counter. Yeah. But sometimes people would bring me CGC books. So like, oh, hey, how much will you give me for this? And I, would, and I would say about half the time people brought in CGC books, I would just say like, I'm not, I'm not giving you money for this because they would bring me in books where they paid more money than it was worth. It was like, I'm not going to deal with this shit. Mm. Like, it's going to take up a lot of space. I'm not going to make any money on it. Like, no one cares. Like, much like the sensational Spider-Man 12 I have over there. Like, no one gives a shit. Except for you. Yeah. But that's, like, there would be things that's, like, an impossible niche audience to overpay for a book that was graded that was no one cared about. It was <laughs> wild how many of those came through the door. Like, and I would definitely, like, buy, like, CGC books that were like, oh, this is, this is, like, a first appearance. This is a, like, X, like, such and such is, you know, something matters. But the number of things that people would come in, like... Do you want to buy this Avengers Academy number seven? I'm like, no, no, I don't. <laughs> like, what a waste of time and money. All right. Oh, whatever. Uh, the store, good times. Mm, back in the day. So that's it for She-Hulk. Except for, oh, we find out that Josh is a real a-hole. Yeah, uh, he's working with 4chan or Reddit or whatever the fuck. Yeah, but stole her blood. Yeah. And uh, I, uh, cloned her phone. My note is, um, well, I wrote, sad times, man bull, didn't get her blood, chickens, fuck guys, and fuck you. There you go. Sorry, yeah, I see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. And we've gone a couple of weeks without a, a post credit scene. Yeah, I wish they kept those going. Those were fun. They, there was that one that didn't matter. It was like, look at my family. Like, we're moving a dinner table or something, or whatever it was. Yeah, but, that was like one of the first ones. Yeah. I wish they kept those going, though, because those were a lot of fun. Like, I enjoy the credits that are like have like weird like extra scenes like in those paintings and whatnot but yeah i would i'd like a proper post-credit scene again well whatever we'll see what happens tomorrow daredevil maybe Mm, Maybe, perhaps maybe we're out of a hat box maybe we're doing that all right moving on i guess to jared's reading corner it's jared's reading corner (laughs) read to me you silly bitch ah tales from the crypt i love it (laughs) <laughs> kitties try to strike his phone and so moved weird looking crypt keeper granted i mean it's not the crypt keeper we know and love but yes tales of the crypt uh which number was this one 22 32 something like that uh we get uh some of the it's very pulp fiction now we should actually identify what we're fucking talking about yeah i know but from ec comics we get tales from the crypt keeper in which we have four different delightful spooky tales and Four different yarns of terror and horror, as we wait for you to pick up which 32. one. 32. Yes. 32, in which there are four different stories. The first one is about tainted meat this, and a meat shortage. Um, so of the four stories, one, they're all incredible. Yes. So this is from the early 50s. like Super pulp fiction. Super I, pulpy. I was so intrigued, especially with this first story. I ended up calling my parents. About but, the meat shortage? I was like... 
red tokens. What's up with that? And they're like, we were children in the 50s. We have no idea. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> so um, helpful information. Yeah. But I literally like, I called my dad. I'm like, hey, I know you were alive in the 50s. He's like, I was. I'm like, were you aware of grocery purchasing refundable tokens? He's like, no, I was a child. Well, there you go. Like, That's fair. All right. That's very fair. But we get our first story from a good old Zachary Gristle. Yes, which is like the tough part of a steak that you shouldn't eat, which I like. It's a good name, good word play. Look, we had to, yeah, it had to be said, but at the same time, I'm disappointed that you had to call it the obvious. I like actually, do you eat the gristle on a steak? No, I I cut my meat pretty clean. Okay. I sometimes depend if it's like a small piece of gristle, I'll eat it. There's a lot of flavor in it. No, it, 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 any kind of meat I usually clean up pretty well. Yeah. I mean, I don't actively cook gristle, but if I like were to purchase a steak and it had gristle on it, I'd be disappointed, but I'd still eat some of it. Anyway, uh, selling black market meat. He's up sailing and making extra money because there's a shortage of meat. But when times get tough... Because it's post-World War II, Zachary Gristle. He's like, hey, I'm yeah. the only butcher in town because everyone else went off to be in World War II. But he's dealing in black market meats behind the scenes. And as time goes on, he's unable to procure as much meat for his shipments. He ends up using horse meat and then tainted meat, and people start dying, including his own son. What? Yes. To which his wife has a nutty and then cuts him up and puts him in a display case in the butcher store. You are really, you're speeding through this story. There's four of them to get through. I think this is my favorite one. Good old Zachary Gristle, he starts selling meat on the black market. Yes. And his wife is like, hey, stop selling meat on the black market. He's like, I won't. And then he starts getting horse meat because his customers are so sad that he doesn't have enough meat to sell in his butcher shop. How many times can we say the word meat? And they're like, hey, we're so glad you have all of this delicious meat beef products. <laughs> Some kind of beef. He's like, I'm so glad that you're buying it. It's horse. Yeah. Oops. Shouldn't have said that. And then he's like, ah, I, I still need to keep up with my supply and demand because I'm selling all my fucking meat. I'm just yeah. saying meat. I'm selling all my meat on the black market, so I'm just going to get like old-ass tainted meat. And then, yeah. People get sick and die. Some people die. And then his wife is, is like, you're a murderer. Like, you've been selling tainted-ass meat. So she pulls out a butcher knife and hacks him up. After <laughs> after their son dies because of the tainted meat. Yeah. Well, yeah, I love that like, he's at like, someone else's house. He's like, oh, man, they had the tainted meat. Also, uh, she is a terrible butcher because she hacks them up into pieces and she's going to sell it. And uh, like when I was reading, I'm like, oh, so this will be like. You could see it coming, though. You could see the punchline coming. But I was like, oh, this is going to be like a normal. Like it's going to look like normal cuts of meat. No, it's like, oh, here's his hand. Here's his head. Mm. Here's like other random body parts. There's a foot. That are clearly not. There's his glasses next to the meat case. So she did a bad job of covering it up, is yes. what I'm saying. Yes, she did. <laughs> and then uh, the moral of the story is uh, don't sell bad meat. Also, what I love about the story, I don't think I've ever read Tales from the Crypt, although I did do a puzzle of it that's in that closet over oh, there. Oh, okay. But I love that the Crypt Keeper keeps on popping in to be a shitty commentator. He's just in there like... Oh, with bad, yeah. He's like, hey, this is dumb fuck. But it's just, it's <laughs> just like the TV show. But I don't know. I just I like that. I like that he just pops in to be shitty. All right, that's story number one. Uh, don't sell horse meat. Story number two: A man is accused of being bad at making a hospital. Yes, he was not very good at that. 
They're like, hey, you put too much sand in your cement and you're going under. And he was arrested. And his other business partners are like, we have constructed this web of bullshit where he's going down and we're going to be fine. And then they fly a plane and they go into their own twisted web themselves. Not metaphorically. There's just a big spider. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't fall. He got eaten. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then a spider gets them in the day. That one was shorter. It was very short. Also, I love that, like, it's a twisted web, and then it's just, he's dead. But then we get, um, I think, probably the best one of our four stories. We get one called Cutting Cards. Yes. Please. About some degenerate gamblers. Yep. And the world's not big enough for the two of them. So we're going to gamble till we drop. It starts off kind of crazy. Like, they go through, they do Russian roulette. Yes. And to be fair, it's very tense. It's exactly. yeah. incredibly tense of like the two of them like putting the pistol up, you know, obviously. Click, head click, and, click, click. You know, like the last one's like, it's got to be me. And it, it's like, sucker. Yeah. They literally get to the sixth shot. Yeah. And nothing happens. And they're like, oh, you, you cheated. You lied. Like we went through our Russian roulette and nothing happened. So you're a goddamn liar. So then they decide to play chop poker. And I love how the Crypt Keeper pops in. He's like, like ever hear of strip poker, kids? It's like strip poker, except it's chop poker, which every time you lose, uh, you chop something off. Your opponent gets to remove an extremity. Yeah. And it's like, what did he say? And they're playing it to the finish. Have you ever played strip poker? I plead the fifth. No, no. We're not doing that here. Uh, yes, I, I will say that I have indeed played strip poker. How'd it go? People end up naked. <laughs> That's how it, how it goes. Have you ever played strip poker? Only once. And, and how'd it go? Um, Poorly. For who? You or the person you were playing with? Or the people you were playing with? I think it would have worked better if it was being treated more like actual poker. Like if you lost a hand, you had to lose a piece of clothing versus like when I did it, it was just like, it was, it was almost like there was no betting. It was almost like purely luck. Like, well, whatever kind of hand you got dealt if you lost, you lost. So there's like no strategy in it. That's, so yeah, it's... so poorly because it, it it I had never done it before and it was poorly structured. So I would say I don't, it didn't go well just because oh. it it was not um, a skill based game. It was a it was purely based on chance. Uh, okay, like okay, pick up the card, high low. Yeah, it was sort of like oh, I have this hand in poker. Like I you know I have a full house or whatever the fuck well, but, okay but there was no betting involved so it went poorly okay just so i've only done it once and it was um uh strategically uninteresting see that's why i feel like chop poker would not because if you get a bad hand it's not like you can like but if you treat it as like if you were still betting so yours went better than mine i assume because mine was just based on nothing sure let's well we can say that so a long time ago so cagey so a long time ago I'm not throwing anyone under the bus with mine. I'm just no. saying. There was a purpose to the game, and the game fulfilled its purpose. We played cards. <laughs> You're so cagey. I am. And then we all did it. <laughs> okay. Anyway, your point that you were trying to conjure up. Oh, I was just trying to get an interesting story out of you, and you refused. No, I don't have any interesting stories. Mm, okay. I honestly believe that. <laughs> you know me well enough. All right, whatever. So, yeah, these two dudes, they... They start playing chop poker, not strip poker like Jared has played once or how many times? Once. Just once? Oh, yeah, I'm just a one-off, too. How about, yeah, I'm sure you were just a one-off. You've done other weird shit. Yeah, I've done things in my life. Good that, for you. 
great. So cagey. Anyway, they're playing chop poker. Oh, you know the people that I did it with. I know. <laughs> Thank you. You don't know that. I gave you no context. I just said you're, you know the people that I played strip poker with. I Yeah, I don't know exactly who they were. I'm sure I know the people. Like, if you were to say, oh, yeah, it was with this person. Like, oh, yeah, I know them. Yes. I see. There we go. Anyway. Do I know the people you played strip poker with? No. Maybe. <laughs> Depends on which time we're talking about. Oh, so more than once. This is not a? Jared Bear's all. Eh? <laughs> That's what I want. Bear it all strip poker style. All right, <laughs> Ah, uh, whatever they they chop stuff off, and that's that's really the whole story. Yeah, but they end up playing checkers because they have nothing left. <laughs> yeah, because they're they, like the, the two versions of the Black Knight. They've cut off their arms and their legs. They're, and they're still like, compulsive gambling. I love that they're just like nosing the checker pieces yeah. along. They're like, "I'm gonna get you." I think this is the best story in there, though. That one? It's a yeah. You I, said the meat one was the best one. Um, I don't know. The meat one's a lot of fun. These okay, they're definitely the best two of the of the four. There's the uh, I'm selling you horse meat, and there's the uh, we're chopping off each other's limbs. Yes, to play because we we can't not gamble hard. Stop thinking. I don't like where you're thinking. Is it, F- so is your wiener out in your strip poker game? Finally, we have a story about a man and his elephant. <laughs> uh, that trunk just swinging back and forth. Yes, smashing women's heads. I don't like where you went. Uh, well, see, I'm trying to derail it right there. <laughs> No, the last one is about a circus guy, a circus performer who is married or has a, yeah, he's married to his assistant and they do a show with an elephant, but he's sleeping around with the bearded lady. Well, not really the bearded lady, but somebody else. And in order to get out of it, because he knows he wouldn't be able to get a divorce, he kills her. And in the process understands that his elephant also has to be killed. He doesn't just kill her. He has an elephant that's been trained. And Step part, on her head. And part of the act is like the elephant will have his foot hover over his wife's head. He's just like, never matter. Crush her. Do it. <laughs> do it now. And she just, she gets her head stomped by an elephant. Yeah. He's like, do it. Yes. You've said that three do times it. now. I, do it. Five. Great. And then he goes on to have his lovely wife. A uh, new wife or new life with a new wife and a new elephant. But lo and behold, zombie elephant, zombie elephant and zombie ex-wife. Because hell hath no fury like zombie elephant and woman <laughs> scorn. <laughs> like a woman who's had her head crushed by an elephant. Yeah, her and the elephant team up because they both got done dirty by this dude. And Dirty deeds done dirt elephant. Yes, he is their backdoor man, as they would say in the song. Anyway, this was fun. This was entertaining. It was a great <laughs> kickoff to spooky season. Will you tell me more about your strip poker not experience? On the sh- not on the show. How much of a story could it possibly be? It's I'm not. It's not anybody's business. I can't. You know what my story is? It happened, and it was kind of boring, and that's it. I'm sorry for your poor experience at strip poker. Sorry. Do you have a better story? <laughs> not one I'm going to tell on the show. I just need a yes or a no here. I'm sure, yes, it's a better story than yours. <laughs> yeah, because mine was literally nothing. Okay. Yeah, that that's that. I guess we still. Yeah, have it another. is that. that <laughs> we have another segment. Yeah, I'm going to say we already had the segment. You already asked your fucking question. Your letter to the editor, you nosy voyeur, you peeping tom. All right, we're going to move on from there to your questions and letters to the editors. Now for my favorite part of the show. What did I say? Talk to the audience. Oh God, this is always dead. Here's another one of your letters to the editors. Hey, if you want to ask us your own questions, you can just write it in. Editorsnotecomics at gmail.com. All right. Hey, 
ask us your own thing. Write in. If there was any comic book movie to be rebooted, what would you reboot? Just strip it down poker style. <laughs> Rounders. <laughs> I think it would be cool to get a um, a Daredevil reboot. I know we have the we TV did. show. We did. There was a whole TV show. There's another TV show coming out. It's all been rebooted. Yeah, but like Once a Once and a half. A movie. I don't know that. Charlie Cox. I mean, he's pretty good. All right. Well, I guess not. Uh, I have a real one. Okay, go ahead. That we have not covered on the show. All right. And um, it's one I've always thought about doing for October. I don't think we're going to do it this month. Let's say there is a 80% chance we're not going to do it. Okay. Uh, Wes Craven did a Swamp Thing movie. Ah. One, like, truly one of the greatest, like, kind of like superhero combo characters of all time especially like in the dc stuff uh definitely an underappreciated character but there were two terrible movies a decent tv show that got shut down basically based on how expensive it was i don't know so i mean maybe the show counts as a reboot but if we're just talking like movies and i mean i guess i'm kind of you just did a thing and I yelled at you and then I'm kind of doing the same thing. But right. Swamp Thing could use a good movie, even though the show was pretty good, but the show also ended on a cliffhanger. Well, you could also say the same about same thing about X-Men, which we know we're going to get an X-Men restart. Fantastic Four also needs rebooted. Oh, in a big, bad way. But we know those things are coming. Yeah. But I just think Swamp Thing is like, he's one of the best DC characters. Definitely like... In my approximation, like a top 10 character for DC, just never really got the right kind of thing. Like two bad movies, a good TV season, although underwatched and canceled. So I don't know. Does the show count as a reboot? Probably, but I'm still saying Swamp Thing. What about a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles reboot? There's one coming. Seth uh, Rogen's doing it. Oh, okay. There we go. Although I agree. I mean, the last two movies are fucking garbage. Really, when you strip them down, they are not very good. No, they're bad. They're real bad movies. <laughs> I'm trying to think of anything else that would be a good reboot for comic books. I think those really kind of hit it. I mean, I know I just like, oh, Sony's doing Tarzan. But like, if I don't know, I mean, if I know it's not like super recent, but like if you look at like the Phantom that happened, like. Ooh, a, a, movie yes. I, a movie I really had no expectations going into that I was like, oh my God, this movie is like really good. With Billy Zane. Like, could you do that with a Tarzan? Like, maybe. What about The Mummy? I mean, there is that uh, that Tom Cruise one that I never saw, which is um, supposed to be the worst thing in the world. And uh, to be so, I just thought, like, I saw The Mummy last weekend. The original Mummy never had a sequel. Oh, that's of, true. Of, of those original Universal movies, there was the Karloff one. And then there were more mummy movies, but they were done by uh, Lon Chaney Jr., who uh, had who was drunk basically the entire time. He had like a a straw going from a flask into his mouth, and all that like mummy bullshit. Yeah, which is sad. Uh, also, if you look at him in later movies, you go, "Oh yeah, he's alcohol puffy." Mmm, we've all been there. <laughs> but I mean, though those movies all suck. How do you really feel about them? <laughs> They're not good. I mean, there's a lot of good like early universal stuff you ask me certain franchises i will tell you different things based on all of them like dracula the first movie great everything else shit frankenstein first three ones four if you count the one with um oh the wolfman good everything else bad wolfman all good creature from the black lagoon all good uh invisible man first one good rest of them suck mummy first one good rest suck how do you again 
I like it. The definitive rankings. Yeah. You know, giving you your universal monster movie rankings. That it? I don't know. How about a Watchmen reboot? Eh. Oh, yeah, it's good enough. All right. There you go. Are you just looking at the shelf where it's... Yes, um, I am. <laughs> it doesn't have everything. You're like... Are you just saying things in the room, Brick? You're like, I love Lamp. You're like the second half. I of love the Lamp. Alphabet. All right. Well, if you enjoyed the show, speaking of loving things, if you enjoyed the show, please go to patreon.com slash editorsnotecomics. Dollar a month gets you the show the day we record it. Plus, you get access to stuff behind the paywall. And uh, yeah, it's cool. We appreciate your support. You can also interact with the show by emailing us your questions or thoughts or comments, editorsnotecomics at gmail.com. You can also rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. We really appreciate that. You can also interact with Zach on the internet. He's on Twitter at editors note comics and he also writes i i just threw i crumpled up my notes threw them at your head and you kept going yeah i'm a, <laughs> I'm a consummate professional apparently you like that i didn't even flinch no I, I hit you in the face with my notes you did and i didn't break stride but you just took them away from me i like, did like an angry parent yes. oh fuck you you just hit me there you go i wasn't looking yeah see and, and you struck me back yeah right there and I hit the microphone, too. Two for one. Mm. I can see how satisfying it is now when you slap my phone out of my hand and you hear the thunk. <laughs> so now I'm going to actually listen to the show to hear the uh, the sound of like that. Wait, you you picked it? No. 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 Ah, Uh-oh. Did you drop it? No, we're, st- we're still good. Okay. Thank God. All right. Uh, we should wrap this up as the Zoom has fallen on the ground. All right. Uh, yes. We'll be back next week. I'm on Twitter at Junior Rich, by the way. You are, yeah. yeah. Uh, next week, Werewolf by Night. Ooh, uh, that's right. That is coming out, isn't it? Yeah, the special. And then the week after that, Mr. Harrigan's phone. And then the week after that, I I guess a drinking game. See, now you understand how I feel when the drinking game comes now. You're like, oh, man, I just can't do it. <laughs> no, we're, we're going to power through. My liver. All right. To hell with your liver. I missed. Yeah, you did. All right. Happy we'll be back next season. Week. We're open at next week, kids. Bye.